The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. After making a scene in Germany and leaving a rental van smoldering in their wake, Rebecca, Relic, Simon, and Lance heed the call of CC1 and are on their way to North America. Listen in on episode two of Kurt's Game. Enjoy the podcast. Oh my god! We're back at the shed! We are. Adventures from the shed. Hecky Becky. Hey! Thanks Hecky for Becky! <laughs> this is Kurt! This is my second round as Dungeon Master. We are playing a modern espionage thriller, and Joe has been kind enough to give me his throne so that I can game master for the first time since fourth grade, other than that Pathfinder beginner box. Yeah, if you don't go Pathfinder. Which was highly, highly uh, railroaded and easy to follow. And if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and listen to it. We had a lot of fun with Kurt as uh, game master for our Pathfinder we did, game. We did. So I had a blast during the first hour because these players did a great job <laughs> with our episode. They are part of an elite, off-the-books American team protecting our interests, and they are tracking down white hat hackers who work for the agencies who are being killed or disappearing and going off of the grid. And last episode, they were in Heidelberg and found Hans Schrieber, one of our top assets, with his throat slit side to side. It led to a massive gunfight, sniper fire, a chase with J.J.'s character, uh, Relic leading them along the Hopstrasse and across the river to safety. Uh, grenades blew. Lance shot people behind them. It was epic. We're going to continue the story here in episode two. But before we do that, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves and give a brief recap of our character. Chris, let's start with you. I am playing Simon Magus. He's the linguist uh, kind of... I don't know. He's the linguist, intel- human intelligence guy. So he's not mo- more of the persuasion thing, but more of the uh, breaking into things like security systems, things like that. But not the hacking way, more of the mechanical way of things. He's the magician, so to say. You he's know? also very good at throwing flash grenades. Yeah, flash he's very uh, he's very agile. Uh, so he's very he's very much the cat burglar type. I, I have a question then. How many games or how many languages can uh, Simon play? Simon says, and it's five. Five five languages. Yeah, but we are. I, I didn't pick him ahead of time. It's I think like we let, let it play out to see what I need for to that. Use. He knew the answer before you finished answering. Actually, I know the questions. languages you know. Oh, you do? Okay. I do because right. I am Central Command. Right. Uh, Mickey, tell me about your character briefly. Hi everyone, this is Mickey. I'm playing Rebecca. Rebecca is our young hacker, the group, the young one who was recruited by the organization to try to do a little good. All right. With all her skills. And I ask this because it will be important in the next session. What does Rebecca look like? Oh, I, what is uh, your deal? Dun, dun, dun. What's wrong with it? I thought it was more successful than that. Such a, I, I mean, generally, what, what is, um, how does she dress? She's she look like? young. I would say Rebecca's in her early 20s. She has um, black hair. She always wears pigtails, glasses, mm. nerdy looking. All right. Uh, attractive, not attractive? She's okay. She's okay. All right. Is she uh, a computer nerd that's actually pretty but won't show it? Yeah. That kind of thing. So it's like she takes take the, glass. take the glasses oh off. Oh, my God. Yeah. She always wears person. like a beanie or something. Yeah. Right. And I'm not being sexist here. It's just it may matter during the, the next session. That's She's in a relationship with so. Relic, but it's complicated. To be fair, everyone else was being sexist, so go ahead. Okay. Well, that's the way we roll. Uh, JJ, tell us about Relic. Uh, Relic is like, – what do you want to know? Like, he's not sexy really at all. He's grizzled. Probably the best way of just grabbing him. Um, he's older. Um, 
He's he's a fighter, <laughs> not a lover, and he uh, and he can drive pretty well, even with a uh, surveillance van. Yeah, it it has to do with his hover van, his hover round. Uh, hover van. <laughs> that yeah. would be awesome. I know, right? Um, Next game, future hover vans. <laughs> awesome. Well, we, and we saw a lot of his skills in the last session. Uh, Joe, tell me about Lance. Lance McBell. He is a an, an ex cop who is the uh, the face of the team. He is a con man who works his way into whatever situation he can. He's got a prosthetic left hand, which um, Rebecca uh, programs to whatever firearm he's using at the time. So he's a real ace shot with whatever he's holding in his hand. Awesome. Great. And before we get started again, I want to remind everyone that you can find us at adventuresfromtheshed.com. From there, you can link to everything that matters, but you can also check us out directly on Facebook. Uh, And we would really appreciate it if you enjoy our show at all. Or, you know, to be honest, even if you don't, would you pretend that you do and go to iTunes and give us a five-star review? Because that will help people find us. And uh, if you don't know, Adventures from the Shed, we play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, but we also play a lot of other games. We played Dungeon World. We uh, play-tested Adara. We have played a Star Trek Alpha or Beta. We are now playing this game that I'm basically making up. We played a little Pathfinder. So if you like RPGs and you like gaming, you should be listening to us. Definitely check us out on Facebook. We have some conversations that have gone on there. If you want us to play a specific game or play a specific way, let us know there. And we check in on that regularly. Absolutely. So uh, I gave a well, brief... Joe checks in. <laughs> well, yeah. I, when I say we, I mean, well, me. The royal we. Yeah, that's <laughs> my Oxford pause. All right, so I gave a brief recap. Uh, at the end of the last episode, our heroes were walking into the camera with their surveillance ban- uh, van blowing up like a fireball behind them as they torched the evidence of where they had been and what they had done and hopped onto a, uh, a small ship on the river and made their way safely away from Heidelberg. Are, um, are we heroes exactly? Well... We will be by the end of this. We're heroes to Cobra Commander. (laughs) CC1. Uh, All right, so once you cleared that path, you guys were in the clear. Uh, You guys worked your way back to Frankfurt, and you caught a actually a private flight back to the States. Um, You can tell me where you are now, but uh, two days have passed. You've basically caught a lot of uh, sleep to recover from the trip, and uh, you expect that you're going to be hearing from... Uh, the agency through uh, CC1 in the near future to know what your next steps are. To remind the listeners what's going on here is that uh, the white hat hackers working for the United States and for the agencies um, are being eliminated or being recruited away and are disappearing from service. uh, And um, we're going to continue working on that case. We know Hans Schrieber was uh, eliminated. He definitely didn't change sides. Right. The more right. interesting thing, though, is like they were waiting for us for some reason. Yeah, it was definitely like, a trying trap. to get us as a team, or what was up with that? <laughs> so, tell me where you guys are now. Um, we're on my farm in uh, rural Pennsylvania, Blue Balls. Blue, Blue Balls, Blue Balls, Pennsylvania. We're in Blue Balls, Pennsylvania. Okay, that's where I grew up. Blue Balls okay. is when you're trying to get there, but you never quite you're not get quite there. there. So yeah. we're not really in, there intercourse yet. Intercourse Pennsylvania really? is 15 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. joking. Are you serious? <laughs> there is an intercourse Pennsylvania. Yes. There's a Climax Street, yeah. Street in Pittsburgh. Those are hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> you thought you had all the geography all right, so on your map. <laughs> so you're on the farm. Do you guys have uh, security? Like, do you have a secure site where you communicate with Th- the this, team? This is more security through obscurity. Okay. So how would you... 
Uh, how would CC1 reach you here if you was Well, there, there, there's definitely a farmhouse with some of the uh, yeah. equipment set up for Rebecca to operate. All the, yeah, I mean, all, all the like creature comforts are here. It's just, uh, you know, it's out of the way. Okay. Way out of the there's way. internet, right? Oh, yeah. Just barely. Yeah. So when you guys left Heidelberg, you took Hans's laptop and his phone. Uh, Mickey, what did Rebecca do with that? Rebecca would have taken the phone first, plugged it into her laptop to see if she can upload some information. Okay. Checking on his call history to see if anyone's accessed his phone, what programs on the phone they accessed, okay. and also if it was traced at any point. Awesome. You should also check to see if the... Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, because... Well, you know, friendly you... and jovial. <laughs> Rebecca's friendly and jovial and in love with Relic, right? Yeah, yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> you, you should also check to see if this damn Siri recorded anything. It's like the last words that he uh-huh. may have had. Didn't I just say I'm going to check all the apps to see what was done, what was used? No, because that's not an app. I will check the phone to see what was used to see if there's anything recorded on it. All right, so you actually spent hours scouring and, and working laptop. against all of the encryptions and the walls and the firewalls and the security that Hans had on his computer. Because remember, this guy was one of our top five assets, so it's not like you can just you know find his password and get in. So you actually were, um, given the time that you have had and the resources that you have at the farm, not able to get into everything on his computer. Um, you know, you were able to quickly find out that his browser was full of, uh, you know, BDSM dungeon porn, which you, know, you, you would, would probably expect? expect from a German uh, college student. Oh, um, snap. Sorry, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have a history. Um, a, br- a browser history. Kurt is projecting a little bit. Here. A little bit. What's your last name? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of Scheisse porn on shoemaker, there. Shoemaker. No, but eventually you do work your way in and you're able to find... Uh, essentially the apps and the mechanisms that he used to communicate with, um, in, in this case, it was actually an agency within the Central Intelligence Agency, and you found nothing to in any way suggest that he was not 100% working for us. Um, but you don't find anything that is particularly telling about anything on the technology itself. Now, having said that, uh, Lance, when he and Simon were in the room, as you may recall, Lance snapped photos using his high-tech glasses of the corpse of Hans Schrieber. Uh, And at the time, they had no time to examine the body at all because of the sniper fire. I call them my Becky Bifocals, by the way. Becky Bifocals? Yeah, that's what I... It's Rebecca. Yeah, that's why I say it. Um, And Lance, I would assume that you sent that data back... Well, it all goes straight to Rebecca. She then, like I think she was saying in the last episode, that she shares that information with um, the cranky coot. With the cranky cute. Okay, so you did exactly that over the last two days, and you uploaded multiple photos of Hans Schreiber. Um, the analysis was done. It was confirmed yet again that he was who he thought he was. That obviously, he was killed, as it appeared, by the slices across the throat. One interesting thing of note that no one can seem to explain is that he had a, a what appears to be a brand, so not a tattoo, but a very small burned brand um, that looks almost like a black triangle on the back of his neck. So kind of a black, almost isosceles triangle on the back of his neck. And nothing we we know. Yeah, we would have run it through our systems to see if it came up. Right. So so far, it means nothing to you or anyone that you've talked to. It's just something of note. Not even Captain Crunch? Not even Captain Crunch. But Captain Crunch, Cobra Commander CC1 has told you where he needs you guys to go next, which is to do essentially what you just did and check on another asset. This one much closer to home, 
so you guys actually, as we start here, have left the farm. You've flown actually commercial to LaGuardia and have worked your way to New York City uh, where you were going to check on a Chinese national uh, living on a green card uh, on the border of Chinatown and Little Italy. And uh, very similar to what happened with Hans, he has gone off the grid. Um, you are more concerned because of his background and his nationality that there's a possibility that he has turned and may have disappeared and gone off the grid or been recruited, uh, but you're being sent to his place, his place of residence to see if you can find anything there. So I just want to point out before leaving the farm that Lance would have spent a substantial amount of time um, reliving Rocky movies and chasing chickens around the farm. And awesome. probably dun, not dun, catching dun, a single dun, dun, one dun, dun, because, dun, dun, well, dun. he wouldn't. Especially with one functioning hand. Yeah. That so. would have been hilarious That, that would have been his chicken-catching hand. Rebecca, can you program this to catch some chicken? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. So, not ch- catch a chicken, choke a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> choke a chicken. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he has the ultimate stranger going on. All right, so you guys are in, you're into New York, and you guys what's, have what's a... What's the name of the uh, Chinese national? Well, so you... Okay, so the, the name I'm, of the person that you're checking on is... Some Ding Wong. <laughs> Don't do that! Zheng... Some Z, young guy. Z-H-I-E-N. Zheng Huan. H-U-A-N-G. So you're saying it Zheng, so I'm going to write it that You one. can write it however you like. And you might say that last name is actually Korean. That's Korean. And it may or may not be Korean, but that's what his name is. Zheng Huang. Zheng Huang. Zheng Huang. Okay. okay. Um, you guys have got a suite at um, the one of the Renaissance hotels near Times Square. and That's a uh, long way away from Chinatown. Well, but it's a place you like. You're comfortable. You can sit up there. And, you know, there's subways. So um, his residence is at the corner of Moth Street and Canal Street on the Chinatown side. So Chinatown is south of Canal Street. Little Italy is north of Canal Street, and he's right there, and there's six subway stops and bus stops within two blocks. So you can get there easily. No big deal. Uh, um, is this the suite that our, um, our organization would normally get? So was it already outfitted for Rebecca, or is it something different? You have used it before when in New York. You just particularly like the service at this place. They make you feel classy and comfortable, and they've never given you a hard time. Okay. And, uh, but there's nothing particularly special about the hotel. And um, here's a map of where you guys are going to be going. The wheelman gets that. Yeah. Um, Here's the residence right here. I'm assuming Here's your subway. <laughs> since we're so undercover, we're, we don't carry any ID that says we're part of this government organization. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. no. However, Lance does carry an, uh, or has available separate IDs for every different organization. Right. It can be FBI, CIA, local yeah. law enforcement, whatever, whatever time he needs to be. So you've been told by CC1 that you know, this guy may have just gone off You mean off cottage cheese? Cottage cheese 1 has okay. told you that you – know, he may have turned. He may have been recruited by the Russians or, or whoever is working against us. But we we got to start by checking out and seeing what we can find there. Okay. So. Oh, that would be bad. Russians recruiting the Chinese. Oh my gosh! Talk about total hacking. <laughs> or work. I mean, they could be working together. Yeah. Like, or he's hiding. All, yeah. all they hide need to hide. do is get somebody from South America as well. Yeah. Re- Rebecca knows how this works more than you do, but the na- national lines are not particularly important in the yeah. hacking community. So. Um, what do you guys want to do? Um, you want to case the joint for a bit? Well, I guess the normal 
if we can ping his phone, things like that, to see if, where he's supposedly located, if we can get that information first. And then, you, know. you get absolutely nothing off yeah. of his deck. Okay. I, I, I almost want to go a little bit more speedy, because if we had been more speedy and less, uh, less, what do you call it? Cautious. Cautious. On the last one, we may have been able to save him. So you want to just bust in guns blazing? Yes. Typical relic. That's so I just what I was going to say. <clears throat> That's what guys in trouble in South America. Well, there's no, there's no guns blazing. Just bust in. <laughs> when you say we get nothing off of this tech, and there's Joe asking, um, like his phone doesn't even respond, like it doesn't exist anymore. No, it, ex- it, it responds, but you like can't tell where it is. It's not linking any cell. It's not connecting any cell towers or whatever. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So you can't find it. So yeah, it's it's either still off exists. It still exists. It's just it, it doesn't tell you anything useful. So okay. you're telling me I can't use find my friends? You cannot yeah. use find your friends. Also, do we have since we have these <sighs> hackers in, in our employ? Do, we, do they have handlers that we can contact? Like, would he have a handle? No, absolutely not. These guys are they are on their own, and they they have a channel they report through for their respective agency, but they don't have a handler that would know where they are at any given moment. Does that make sense? So yeah, yeah you could call. Through the CIA. Yeah, to see, say, like, hey, where does he normally go? What's his normal uh, daily activities for yeah. us to check certain locations? Yeah, so like you, you would know by background from CC1 yeah. that uh, his daily activity is that he sleeps until 2 p.m. He wakes up, and he plays StarCraft for four or five hours. Um, when he finishes playing StarCraft, at some point, he usually jerks off to porn. And then at that point, starts working for real, goes on through, you know, he's Tor browser, multiple VPNs, changes his IP address three or four times, and ends up somewhere in the dark web doing things that you don't necessarily want to know about. But along those lines, he works for us, and he is in there working for us, or has been at least up until this point. And he's a, he's a night owl, so he'll do that until 11 or 12. Goes out. Um, he almost always stays in Chinatown, eats in Chinatown, has friends in Chinatown, and he has a gambling problem. As a as a matter of establishing a pattern, has he disappeared off the grid in the same amount of time that Hans had? Uh, no. Well, there, I, I'm not sure I guess what you're the, the more general question: Are there any similarities to Hans going away as to this guy? Like when when was contact lost? Right. Yeah. So, um, what's happened at this point is there's been such a pattern that we're being preemptively cautious because we've lost so many hackers at this point. But having said that. We were actually in contact with Hans much more regularly than we have been with Zhang. Okay. Zhang. So um, it's actually been seven to ten days since his his agency has had meaningful, what they would consider meaningful and confirmable contact with him. You say his agency. Does that mean our agency or different? Well, he works for a subset within the okay. CIA that is okay. not our group. That's right. But, yep. but we work with them. Okay. Okay. So. Hmm. So are we going in? No surveillance? I, I think that is prudent. I think, Re- yeah, Relic wants to get there quick. So, um, Got a bad feeling. <clears throat> so grab my cane and uh, start walking. Okay. So you guys get off the subway at the corner of Center Street and, and Canal Street. You're just a couple blocks away. You walk down the street towards what you think is his residence. I assume that you guys are looking around and being cautious. Mm-hmm. And you don't notice yeah, we're doing counter surveillance. anything yeah. at all out of the ordinary. I mean, yeah. you do feel... Because you are all slightly racist, um, a little. <laughs> <laughs> wow, GMP, no, I, I love it. You feel the yeah. level of slight discomfort that that white and brown people would feel in Chinatown. Yeah, like you know that there are things going on here that yeah. there are people in control that you don't know. 
youth, people maybe armed that, you know, you just don't, it, it's a foreign place to you. Even though I, we're in the heart of New York City. It's like I, Bruce Lee we, and Jackie Chan could jump out from a corner at any time. As we right. approach no our idea. destination, I'm going to uh, request an Uber. <laughs> okay. To like to to our destination. Okay. And let that kind of process and let the Uber show up in case, you know, things go down. We need an Uber out. So we're going to use Uber we're as We're going to reappropriate his vehicle. Yes, we are. Nice. I'm just going to make sure it's parked where I need it. Yep. Okay. Um, hey, here, Relic, use this credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Poor dude. Yeah. All right, so... Poor chick. You get up, get to the apartment. He uh, Chicks can be dudes. What kind of apartment? If it's both, it's a, a dick. He lives huge in... Building, or? Uh, it is a huge, tall, five-story New York uh, brownstone, but you know that he lives in the basement unit, so he's actually underground. He's a basement dweller. And he has his own entrance yeah. for the basement. Okay. So. You can't play StarCraft at any altitude above That's sea level. That's true. Yeah. So, so you all, um, you make a prudent check of the surroundings. You don't see anyone. You knock. What time of day are we doing this? Oh, oh, we'd like to do it if we know, like, he's normally home during these hours working, you know. Right. right. I mean, his this work is... hours are normally, like, 7 to midnight. I do not want to go there at the time we know he's jerking off. <laughs> Just so you know, I specifically uh, You don't want to walk that. in on John? Yeah. He's got Jake, his, his whatever. Hang out. Right. With his wang, it's a wang. It's a wang. By the way, it's nine thirty p.m. Uh, if he's there, you would expect him to be working. Okay. You knock. You don't hear anything at all. You want to take any other action before you go in? Are there any cameras? Like, I mean, this guy is probably paranoid, right? Because mm-hmm. he knows people are going away. Has mm-hmm. he installed cameras outside his door? No. Okay. Does it look like somebody's been here? Is the door, yeah, askew? Yeah. Uh, no, you don't. You don't is the door ajar? Yeah. Nope, you don't notice anything unusual at all. It's not a table either. Not a table Are you hanging out in the van? Or, no, we don't have a van. We're just walking. We don't around. have a van. Yeah. We're just walking, so I'm with you guys. Does um, Simon know Chinese? Uh, yes. Okay. In okay. fact, I can tell you right now what. Uh, well, now. Okay, so at this point, Lance would be the guy who is going to make excuses for Simon being here. So he's going to be outside, and Simon can go in to talk to whomever. He'll be outside. If anybody comes along, Lance will make excuses for the guy who's in there. Telephone repairman or utility guy or something. (laughs) All right, so you guys... Make up something that makes sense. You guys head in, and... uh, you walk in, it's a kind of a very, very small three-room apartment, living room. You don't notice anything. You walk in the back room, you see a huge tech setup uh, with three monitors, computer, and what you assume is Jen uh, lying on the floor with the back of his head completely blown off. Is he still warm? Uh, Stick your penis so, in there and find out. Yeah, just roll a roll a. It's roll, always, you it's can always tell, warm there. You can t- <laughs> roll a penis check. You can tell sorry, by touching sorry. him that he is not warm. If you want to know more than that, roll a perception check. Okay. So relic's going to be inside then. Yeah. Who's wearing the um by uh, Becky Focals? I have an eight. I assume you want me to do it with a d twenty. Yeah, yeah. D twenty plus your whatever your mods. So an eight. A total of an eight. Yeah. So I mean, you you. He's tell dead. that he's dead and he doesn't feel warm. Okay. Anyone else want to look at the body? Or touch Lance him? would not be inside. He's outside. To okay. draw yeah, I'll double check. Oh. I would be over by his Able. computer system trying to log That's in a and nine figure out. If you take that roll. What's the perception? What was perception? Uh, there, there's a skill. You have a modifiers on it? Yeah. 
But you said the perception, right? Yeah. Yeah, so 17. Total 17. Okay, so you can tell that he has been dead for days. Uh, oh. Significant. Like, you can, you already can smell that things aren't great. He's cold. And in checking the body, you notice um, on the back of his left hand is a black triangle. A tattoo of a, essentially a black triangle. And it's not a perfect triangle. It's a kind of a, it's close to an isosceles triangle, but it's not scalene. It's not. Um, Let's not go all geometry. The sides aren't perfectly straight. Is it significant? But it's a tattoo and not a brand. It is it's a, a tattoo. It is a tattoo. Okay. Is it significant that it's on his left hand? Any signs of torture? Like I mean, are you, say are you asking in metagame? Uh, I'm just writing on the hand, and I just want to know that's okay. Sorry. It's yeah. just. Any Relic's signs? going to say something along the lines of fucking Illuminati. Any <laughs> signs of torture? Totally. Uh, no, it appears uh, to you guys, being experienced as you are, that he had the back of his head blown off with a sawed-off shotgun. Ow! That means the front of his head's gone, too. Yeah, no, he's a mess. Yeah, yeah he's a mess. Not, and nobody how do you know it's him? Heard anything. And this happened here. There's blood everywhere. Yeah, I mean, they may have heard things, but this happened days ago. Like, you have no idea. But no one's come to check on, like, a, a loud noise. Shotguns are loud. Sure. Uh, maybe he plays StarCraft well, with the mean, speakers like was, really loud. Like he was killed here? Yes. Okay. Are you going to go knock on the doors and talk to the neighbors? Yeah, I'm going to want to talk to a white and that's guy. That's the thing is, yeah, that's the thing. So this is its own community with its own rules and its own yeah. level of insularity. Yeah. And who knows why this was not reported or right. why he's still there. But the fact is he's been dead for days. And <laughs> we can, we can go knock <laughs> on other doors and, and they're just people with their heads blown yeah. off inside of every house. the whole bottom floor. Right, right. right. Um, has any of his tech been taken or tampered with? I guess she would know, maybe. I don't know. Uh... Like hard drives pulled or anything like that? Or? No, not obviously so. So can I log in, try to figure out, try retrace his steps for the last few uh, days or before he was are blown sh- away? Are the shells still here as well? Uh, the empty y- casings? Yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, there, there was not a great deal of care taken to change the scene. Like, hmm. yep. He was. I'll grab him. In look, case someone, gets, yeah, someone walked in, blasted him and walked out yeah. and left and has not been heard from since. I mean, he did have a gambling issue. This might not be related. It may yeah. not be related, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll grab the cases in case we can do something with them later. Okay. Anything else while we're here? Can't think of anything. Okay. So, uh, so you guys leave. Um, Did I find anything on his computers? Well, so are you doing that searching there, or are you going to take? It I with would you? log. I would try to quickly log in, try to see the last few sites or whatever mm-hmm. that he was doing. Kind of try to retrace his steps. Okay. So what I would say is right there on the scene and with his setup. Unless you guys want to commit hours to staying there, you're not going to make any progress. So but if you want to take it with you and work on it, then that would be fine. All right. So preliminary scan didn't tell me anything, guys. I'm going to have to pull the drives and take them with us back to HQ. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So are you guys going back to the hotel suite? After many... <laughs> no, we're taking an Uber, though. We're not going back yeah, to Yeah, we don't want to... Yeah, we want to be, you know... Use our counter uh, surveillance skills so we're not followed and all that jazz. Well, you know. What's our Uber? Even if it takes name? a couple hours to get back to the hotel, whatever. Yeah. What's our Uber driver's name? Uh, your Uber driver's name is Frederica. Frederica. Okay. Oh, I remember her. <laughs> um, I'm is only giving cute? her three stars though. She's a horrible driver. Three stars. Yeah. What the hell you got against Frederica? Did you see that left hand turn? She didn't signal. Uh, at least she didn't hit the damn... It's New York wh- City, buddy. <laughs> the ballot? The ballot, the ballot the like you did back in Germany. <laughs> I was also going at an extreme rate of speed. I mean, 
I'm not sure how fast I was going in freedom units, but it was, it was something also in a rental it, van. Is that Joe talking to us from yes, outside? Yes, yes, it is. It's awesome to brainstorm and now his disembodied <laughs> voice. <laughs> All right, so you guys take appropriate counter-surveillance measures. Um, the whole time you're looking, you don't see anyone showing any interest in you, which would make sense if this happened days ago. Um, it does not appear that anyone was setting a trap for you or anything of that nature. Kurt, do we know anyone in his no- local network who we should contact before we move on from here? Uh, you do not. You do not. I, I do think that you will want Rebecca to continue to search on his tech, but you don't have anyone in, that he, in his network that would be in any way of interest to what we're doing. He had other criminal involvement in Chinatown, but it doesn't pertain to, to you guys or affect that. Can we reach his bookie? His bookie? Uh, it's a good you, point. He had a gambling problem, uh, unless it was an online gambling, in which case Rebecca could track it anyway. Yeah, yeah I mean, you could. Uh, you could. But it it's wouldn't. okay to say it's not relevant. It's, it's not, not relevant. Yeah. We could say we do yeah. it nothing. Yeah, I mean, that was for flavor and not relevant. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. This well, black triangle point. thing, since my guy has interest in the occult and things like that, is that right. have I noticed in any uh, old texts or something like that, maybe? Right, so that's a great idea. Um I mean, the triangle—a a triangle like that—is so nondescript that it could apply to a number of things, right. uh, and it would be found in a number of symbols for everything from the Masons to the Illuminati right. to. Well, you say um, it's slightly off, though. Yeah. That could be a clue. Yeah, it, I mean, it's. Or do it, all it of them put like, together? It looks like the, something else to you, but you can't quite place what you think it looks like. Is it part of something? Else? I think I got it now. It's those little pie pieces from Trivial Pursuit. When we get to the end of this, we win. Uh, we've got the whole circle. We got to get to the right. middle of that one and answer it. <laughs> yeah, and we need point. one of each color. Yeah. Well, we got a Chinese guy. We got a German guy. Yeah. That's okay. at least two colors. Yeah. Right. Right. So while you guys are while you guys are working on all this, um, Rebecca, you know, she is constantly online uh, in multiple personalities as a hacker and part of the ha- hacker community. And you get and you can describe to me how you would have received this, but you actually receive from out of nowhere um, a message from a sender that you don't recognize um, while you're working on decoding the drives. So I'm decoding the drives, drinking Mountain Dew, click, 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 click. And eating Cheetos. Eating Cheetos. Are you breathing out of your mouth? No, I don't mouth breathe. (laughs) Jerk. (laughs) She's not a computer nerd. (laughs) So, so, So something pops up on my screen? Message to Black Mamba. Well, you you go to the Hacky Becky. Hacky Becky. Hacky Becky. Hacky Becky. Hacky Becky. <laughs> you go That's to the awesome. equivalent of what a hacker's email box is. Yeah. And so. you have a message um, that says, it's time for you to stop playing around. Uh, come meet the big boys and get access you've never dreamed of. What the hell is this? I, try, I would try to trace the message. Can I trace where the message came from? You can try, and you follow it through a couple of IP addresses, and you can see that it's bounced from Thailand to the Philippines, through Singapore, uh, and somewhere in Russia, and you have no idea where it came from. So these guys know what they're doing Mm -hmm. to hide their tracks. And to call me by Hacky Becky. (laughs) It's an awesome name. They got Kurt these, is the original. What do you call I, yourself when you're hacky? You don't call yourself hacky Becky. Right? No, she does. She calls herself hacky Becky. <laughs> but the A is the at symbol. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. At hackybecky.com.org. Yes. So um, you trace it back, and you don't get anywhere. 
Uh, and so you continue. It's actually coming from your own keyboard. Oh, you continue working on the files, and wh- while you're working on the files, you get another message like two hours later, and it's a street address and a date and a time, and it says, um, "Be there, be square." Uh, it says you are cordially invited to twenty three thirty two Washington Street, San Francisco, eight thirty p.m. March 22nd. I'm going to reach out to some of my other friends. I'm going to reach out to La Bamba, who's somebody who I kept in touch with, part of the underworld. Okay. See if he has heard of this guy or whomever it was that sent me that message. Okay. So, um, and while she's doing this, are you guys just hanging out, like, playing poker? Or- I'm practicing get escaping restraints, you know. Lance will be reminiscing about not catching chickens at the farm. Okay. (laughs) Tell me more about practicing escaping restraints. I'm trying to be like Houdini. I'm trying to like handcuffs behind my back and whatever craziness, you know, whatever tools I could find, like paper clips, you know, whatever she has around the house. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Uh, Relic is watching uh, spaghetti westerns on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. You're escaping from paper clips. That's awesome. Once upon a time in the West. All right, um, so Mickey, it does not actually take you long at all to figure out what the invitation is for. Um, while the initial contact was highly secretive and how it came to you is highly secretive, um, it, it, you, it takes you like seven minutes to figure out that you have been invited to a meeting um, or, or a, a launch event for feedingfrenzy.com, which is a new dating site for ultra high net worth clients. Um, and there's, there's more to it than that, but it's essentially a, a kind of high end matching company, you know, Silicon Valley startup. It's been in the papers. It's everyone knows about it. And there's a meeting for, um, you know, what you are able to discern through your research is going to be essentially a hedge fund and private, uh, equity investors and people that would be involved in the site development. I think so. you need to tell uh, Crotchety Crank about this. New Age Pimps. <laughs> so I would send a message to NewAgePimps.com. NewAgePimps.com. I'd send a message to Cassius Clay about this contact and request permission to engage. Okay. So by way of background, you guys, um, you guys, uh, you know, you know that where you're going is going to be Pacific Heights in San Francisco. So all the money in tech right now is either in the Valley itself or in downtown San Francisco. Pacific Heights is one of the nicer neighborhoods. And this is a, uh, a premium address. Um, the party, um, you've done some, you've actually pinged essentially back on this message and you've been able to communicate with the sender. And, uh, and you know that the invitation is for, for you and that you're expected to, or is hoped that you will come. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So what are your next steps? Well, uh, we're going to have to turn Rebecca into pretty woman in order for this to work. She is not at all suited to go to a high-end party at this point. Hey! got to take off that beanie. We're going to have to style your hair at least a little bit. And so we're probably do... wash it. No! <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it's going to take some effort to get her ready for some uh, highfalutin feeding frenzy. What was that? we got to make sure movie. you're an appropriate bait for the feeding, fen- the feeding miscongeniality. frenzy. Miscongeniality. Oh, yeah. So we're having a miscongeniality, miscongeniality moment. Wonderful. Yeah, I would. I would presume a montage of um, Lance uh, just 
quickly grabbing a, an appropriate suit or tuxedo for the, the event and then spending hours trying to get Rebecca ready. You come near me this. with those clippers and you're going to lose <laughs> yeah. your other hand. So are you assuming that you are her plus one? There's no chance of it being anyone else. <laughs> Lance is going. Say, how does Relic yeah. feel about this? Yeah, Lance oh, Re- Re- Relic knows that he doesn't fit into these highfalutin yeah. High parties. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, while you are preparing for the party, you guys do some research. And as part, you know, I mean, basic research on this. And so you're checking out feedingfrenzy.com and all of that. And um, while you are. Doing that, um, Simon, who's been studying the symbols, uh, can you roll roll a perception check? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So yeah. you notice the the logo for the company um, is a shark. Something like this, uh-huh. and as you're looking at it and looking at Why it, it has a quagmire it, chin. It just, it's just giggity 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 let's giggity. Not make fun of Kurt's art. <laughs> the one triangle that yeah. you notice uh, that the, the shark fin, the shape of the shark fin is very similar to what you've seen on the two bodies that you guys have found. Gotcha. Okay. Coincidence, perhaps, but it catches your eye. Right. Okay. Um, while this is going on, Mickey, you are continuing to try to ping the sender of the messages and figure out whatever you can. And um, you are not able to figure out at all who it is, but you are able to figure out that at least some of the messages are coming from an entity, BFN Inc. Um, and the whole time she's doing that, I have my trusted Asian stylist in San Francisco trying to pretty her up. Like, hold still, hold still. I told you, no polish. Right. So, again, as part of this process, um, who would be redo? Like, Mickey's hacking, but who would be kind of researching and trying to figure out what's going on? Actually, that, uh, as, a, <laughs> yes. as, as a former bounty hunter slash that sort of thing, like, research is definitely something that is second nature to, to a relic. Okay, so um, uh, Simon has kind of recognized, that's eh, a... Yeah. You, I mean, it's, it's not a, a, it's shot, not a but connection, but it's a long shot. You're like, huh. Eh. Shark bait. And meanwhile, um, Ooh, ah. JJ uh, Relic is doing some research on BFN Inc. And, uh, you know, it's one of these shells within shells and LLCs that own S-Corps and all of that. But BFN Inc. itself um, is a shell company that's owned offshore and has been referred to in other places as Blackfin Incorporated. Okay. So there's a couple of shark references going on here and and Mickey or sorry, uh Rebecca and Lance appear ready to kind of go into the the deep of it, if you will. So I guess at this point, you guys need to decide. So they're going to head to a party where they've been invited by someone who has some type of references to sharks or to fins or things that may or may not link to the dead people that you found. So you guys need to decide how, if at all, you want to proceed. So this this launch event, it's I mean, there's going to be tons of people there. It's like a well-known thing. Yeah, and this is a... It's a very select crowd yeah. of computer industry insiders, right. which may or may not include. I mean, 
the, the line between the industry and the hacker world is thin, but it there there will be press, there will be um, right. venture capital types. Yeah, it's a public event. It is a, though, yeah. essentially a private public event yeah. um, of very rich or very important tech tech folks. Yeah, yep, fix yep. That. There's no way that Lance isn't going to this. Awesome. Now, right. are the Kardashians going to be here? Uh, they are not. Well, uh, all right, maybe Lance isn't going. I don't get to <laughs> kick one in the shin. <laughs> Um, just walk around kicking people in the shin until you get the right response. And that's what happens when you blow out my hair. Uh, I'm sorry. Make it big hair. Big yeah. hair. Your big hair. She's got like 80s hair. That'd be awesome. She's yes. all Fair. that. Well, she's probably Fair wearing a French maid off in a choker, right? <laughs> Fair <laughs> faucet feathers. We can always yes. Don't forget the six inch heels. All right. So, so now she's five foot six. Just so you guys know, you have scoped it out. The house that you're going to. Something like this. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It is a not a minimalist house, but it's very contemporary. Uh, it was actually designed by the architect Ravi Anand. So it's very modern, very classy. Um, you know, uh, there's going to be valet parking. And there's going to be security. And uh, what's kind of security? Does Danny Tanner live there? Does who? Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. I don't know who that is. Full house. Oh. oh. So. Um, uh, sorry. It's been a long time since I saw Full yeah. House. Um, it wasn't so full. Yep. Uh, but, you know, it is an open event. So let's p- jump forward now to the day of. How do you handle valet parking with Uber? <laughs> I'm surprised that the driver over here is willing to let you guys rely on Uber, but um, that's up to him. Well, because he was just going to steal their car. So are you guys yeah. going to just be sitting home while these two go off to the party? No, but we need to figure out what kind of. Uh, capacity we're gonna yeah like what in. are we trying um, to be inside or just hang out outside and just come in if we need to they'll definitely have to be watching the monitors while i'm wearing my becky vocals all right guys let's try not to break my equipment this time or you could just you know design to be slightly hardier than a toothpick like is, so there's no way for us to procure a invitation not an invitation that doesn't mean there's not a way for you to be right. there. But like what kind no of? Because this looks like it's a you know this building's up against a bunch of other buildings, so we can get in some other way. So do should, should like I try to walk you through how to? Yeah, can we get the blueprints of this place? Next, yeah, we get the how to access the blueprints and, yeah. and all that good well, stuff. Well, if we can get ahead of time, I go. I can come in through here. You know? Ooh, I got an idea. Is the uh, is the parking or is the sorry the sidewalk outside? Is it, is it fresh? Is it cracked? Could I trip and fall and have them take me into their medical staff? It's not that kind of place. It's not that Try. kind of place. <laughs> I, don't know that would, I don't know that that would be a reliable option, but it certainly would be a fallen. possible option. I'll sue you! I've fallen and I can't get into the freezing, the feeding frenzy grand opening. Help. Um, it was an idea. Come on. Or can I get so, in as so part, of, part of the one. staff, whether it's the wait staff or anything, you know? All right, so... Um, you guys are asking me how you can get in. You should decide how you want to get in, and then we can roll to see whether you can. Gotcha. If you want to get in. If you both want – you need to decide if all four of you want to be in. Actually, I'll, I'll be out with the Uber driver um, monitoring. Uber again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, we're, we're in San Francisco. That's the heart of Uber. Yeah. <laughs> What's the driver yeah. from Deadpool? We'll get that guy. And he's still using uh, my credit card, so we're good. Um, you know, you certainly have the experience to know that you would at least have a chance of 
getting in as a food service, you know, as a caterer, as a valet driver, uh, as a press member. I mean, it's up to you to decide how you want to, if at all, try to get in. Um, physical infiltration. Like, I think I using, saw that movie. <laughs> using blueprints and things. You can, of course, try it, but it will be harder. I mean, this is a... This is the type of house that has safe rooms built into it and oh, has gotcha. drop-down I mean, yeah. Kevlar blinds built yeah, into it and right. that kind of thing. Yeah, so I'd rather get in as one of the uh, like food service people or whatever. You know. Okay. So uh, presumably you need to get in there ahead of these two, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And JJ, you're going to stay out? That's the plan? I'm going to stay out. I'm going to um, have the getaway car ready. And are you driving a surveillance van this time or a real car? Um, a, a real car, uh, a, a more agile car, but still four person friendly. Like Toyota a Chevy Prius. Impala. Sorry. A Chevy Impala? Yeah. In San Francisco. In San Francisco, it probably would be a Prius. Is there a four seat Tesla? I know. You're probably get, all over there this is, neighborhood. There is. There is. The Model yeah. S. Is we get us a Bugatti. There you go. Make sure it's fully charged. Yeah. Get the, uh, the P100DX. As an Uber driver, why would that person... Why would an Uber driver be Ubering with a Tesla? You got to pay off the car. Exactly. (laughs) Two bucks a trip. That'll do it. (laughs) All right. So so you've got the car. You're tuxedoed up or suited up. Whatever's the appropriate attire for the event. Uh, Well, in San Francisco, it would either be a tux or it would be kind of business casual. They don't do a lot of suits. So this one's got to actually be black tie and evening gowns. All right. We're there. So um, this is a launch event for a what they hope will be a billion-dollar website. So – and, and Rebecca has been suitably attired in something both sparkly and black. Yes, and she can at some point tell us what that looks like. Yes. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. Sweetheart, off the shoulder, sweetheart, uh, what's it called, neckline? Full ball gown all the way to the floor. Showing but with a tasteful, a, taf- yeah. a tasteful slit so that I can run if I need to. Okay. And I have my piece strapped to my thigh. Excellent. All right, so... Uh, uh, Simon, you have already earlier in the day succeeded in obtaining the clothing that you need, okay. and you have infiltrated as part of the. Unless you tell me otherwise, the food service staff. No, that's fine. Yeah, it works. You're gonna be. So I could be a foreigner. I could pretend I'm a foreigner, yeah. but you know, you walk around with a can of yep. you know tray of uh, hors d'oeuvres and all of that. So, um, seven thirty comes. Uh, time you guys show up at the front door. I will say I'm like ankle carrying like a Glock twenty six, like the subcompact ankle ring. Yeah, you know, so it's. I can still conceal something. Okay. Usable. And are you, are you guys armed at all? Yeah, I would be using the same Walter on my on my thigh, but using whatever technology that Rebecca and our team has been using to get past metal detectors. Okay. Make it seem like an anomaly rather than a weapon. Right. So it's a ceramic piece, like sure, whatever works. works. Yeah. yeah. As long as it I still am. shoots when I need to shoot it. <laughs> there aren't there aren't any. That's fine. <laughs> there are. Yeah. Yeah. But we are. We're playing in that world. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, you guys arrive at the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, there are beautiful people outside. Um, you're impressed already by the quality of the house. Uh, it's not the kind of place that you usually hang out. Um, there are two uh, exquisitely tuxedoed gentlemen uh, by the st- – there's a staircase going up to the first floor. Um, they look like partygoers, but when you go to arrive, they politely stop and uh, ask for your invitation. We present the, we invitation, present the invitation that was given. Okay. So you present the invitation, and at that point, one of the um, – gentleman uh looks your way and you know kind of discreetly but politely 
in, uh, indicates to you that he has to check you, check you for security. I will do whatever the people in front of us did. Put the arms out or up or whatever is appropriate for the situation. Okay, and where is your gun? Um, it is my penis, actually. Actually, similarly to Rebecca will be strapped to the thigh. On in, the interior in, thigh. Inner or outer? I get, uh, I'm thinking for ease it's of access it would be outer, but... Okay. I mean, that just seems... More appropriate with my Velcro rip away tuxedo kind of thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's funny to me. Uh, right. So he gives you what's really just a cursory pat down, yeah. and he checks under your arms. Very, I mean, yeah. very. They're, they're not making a scene of this. this is very quick, very yeah. discreet. And he he says, you know, welcome, sir. We're glad to have you this evening. Please get some champagne inside. Um, and so the two of you walk up. You enter into the first room. This is an amazing entry room. Twenty foot ceilings. Uh, a, a modern, minimal, but beautiful chandelier, uh, inlaid bookshelves with what appear to be very expensive volumes, uh, and be kind of beautiful people milling around. Um, I've actually, I, I don't know why, but I was just, I got this picture of like your Dan, Kurt's Dan with like RPG books along the shelves. <laughs> it would be awesome if they had like the Curse of Stride and the, the different um, books from D&D up on the shelf. So, awesome, go awesome. Ahead. Uh, so... You two are in the house. Yeah. You are working the room. Tell me, tell me what you see. What's happening? Oh, me? Okay, I'm sorry. Or any, any of you that's inside. Um, so we're in there. I guess the first thing that I'm doing is I'm looking, um, based on what what Lance knows about who runs the joint, where are they going to be, and I need to start watching them. Okay. Like whoever's in charge here, I need to find them and start watching them immediately. Okay, so from your research, you know that uh, the CEO of Feeding Frenzy mm -hmm. is Victor Sharkanoff. Shark. Awesome. Uh, which in and of itself does not necessarily mean anything to your team. I mean, he is the, he is the name and the CEO mm -hmm. of the group. But he is the person who's hosting the party and who presumably has either invited Rebecca or has caused her to be invited. Okay. And uh, also presumably we would have a picture of him. Yes, I mean, he's a public time. figure, right. so you know, know what he looks like. like. And is he around? Or somebody that we know reports directly to him? Uh, you mean, it, is there it, someone at the party? Yeah, because yeah, normally, I mean, Victor wouldn't show up until everyone has arrived and he shows up on the balcony to start talking, right? So right. in the meantime, who is the right-hand person right. for him? So, and Yeah, so actually, around? unlike what you would expect, um, Victor is at the party. And so yeah. this is a, you know, F, there are three floors to this residence, two of which are being used for the party. So there's the main floor, and then people are moving up and down between the first and second floors. And um, you can tell that Victor actually is just kind of mingling in the crowd and talking with folks. And it does not take long. Um, you know, within the first 15 minutes, he actually works his way over to Rebecca uh, and comes up in kind of very debonair, in a debonair manner in his tuxedo, and um, takes her hand and kisses it on the back and introduces himself to, his, to her. What does he call me? Uh, he says to you, I'm so glad that you're here this evening. I'm so glad that you came as requested. Well, you piqued my curiosity. I had to come see what exactly you were peddling out here. Well, I'm, I'm peddling what will surely be one of the great internet companies of the 21st century this evening. Uh, and it's something that I want everyone here to know about and to buy into as fully as I have. So Lance will not specifically introduce himself, but will wait to see if Victor even notices he exists. Right. And just in the meantime, listen and watch 
the way he interacts with Rebecca. Right. So um, he's not ignoring you, but he does not make any particular indication to you at first. He's clearly focused on Rebecca. As a matter of keeping up appearances, her arm would be in my arm as okay. we're both not really paying attention to each other, just right. there together. Right. So after, you know, a couple I'll say of... say into his earpiece, not too friendly now. <laughs> <laughs> so after, you know, just a, a few seconds of kind of cursory chit-chat, um, you know, Victor says, uh, there, there are a number of people I need to see here, um, but I really would like to continue this conversation, uh, perhaps in private. I see you've brought a guest uh, this evening. Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, Victor Sharkinoff, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. I'm Philip. Good to meet you. Philip, nice to meet yes. you. I hope you won't mind if I uh, s- steal your date just for a minute or two later. We have some business we need to talk about. Oh, not at all. I'm sure she'd be happy to talk to you. Excellent. Great. Well, if you could give me just a few minutes, I've got a couple of people I need to see, and then I'll make sure to find you. So, and then he walks off. And, and uh, Are you wearing your, Be- your Becky specs? Yes. Did you take a picture of him? Yes. Um, and through the earpiece, I'd tell Rillick, hey, Rillick, did you get that relay? Oh, yeah. I've been watching the entire thing. Why don't you upload it and send it to Cute Cat? See if we can get a hit. (laughs) Since I was here earlier, I want before them, I'd like just to get like a count of like who's security, how many there are, if I can tell they're armed, what they're armed with, anything like that. Yeah, so it's a relatively low event. I mean, there is security. I mean, this guy is worth $500 million at least, um, and everyone here is worth a ton of money. So there has to be the appearance of security, and there are probably four armed guards dressed in tuxedos kind of wandering throughout, but it doesn't have the feel of anything beyond what you would expect at a party of this type in Pacific Heights. Going along the same lines as all the guests arrive, how many are actually there? Not counting wait staff and and servants and and the boss. Yeah. So um, when you arrive, you're probably the 18th and 20th, 18th, 19th, 20th people into the party. But 15 to 30 minutes later, um, there's including all the staff that's working, probably 75 people in the residence. So So. it's probably a little crowded. Yeah, it's a a bustling cocktail party. Also, see if I can notice any uh, black triangles on people's bodies and any, yeah, any. any Right. Uh, So. So you're looking around while yeah, you're Yeah, as, as I deliver, you know. Okay. So food, uh, drink whatever. Roll me roll me a perception check first. 21. 21. Okay. And now um, roll me a knowledge Just roll me a general knowledge check. You have knowledge shark. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I'm rolling. 13. Sorry. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, shark. All right. So um, you don't notice any black triangles on tattoos or brands or anything, anything of that kind. But you definitely notice. Um, you know, there's a lot of shark. There's there's a beautiful um, small statue of a shark that uh, has a black tipped dorsal fin on it, uh, and you know that that is a black tipped reef shark. Okay. And you also see. Uh, when you're moving throughout in one of the studies, there are a number of photographs of sea life, moray eels, sharks, things of that nature. Um, and you just have a sense that, that, that the presence of the sharks and the fins is consistent with what you saw on gotcha. the two bodies. So, you know, I mean, they're triangles. It could be something else, but you're definitely, you think that there's an involvement. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So Connection. at this point, um, Victor works his way, you know, he's made a couple of small speeches and, and to the crowd and has asked them to enjoy themselves. And at this point, he comes back to find Rebecca and says, uh, you know, Rebecca, uh, I'd love to speak with you. Or he, 
Uh, and he actually does call you Rebecca, which you take note of. Rebecca, I'd love to um, speak with you if, if I could have a word in my library for a few moments. Uh, you know, your friend is welcome uh, welcome to join us. Uh, he can just have a glass of brandy while we chat, if, uh, as long as he can give us a little privacy. Um, certainly. Phil, why don't you... Yeah, that's fine. I'll make sure the <clears throat> brand, I hand him the brandy since I'm the wait. So I make sure it's good good to go, so it's oh. not it's not tampered with. Okay, so you oh. have so you've come into the room. You served him the brandy, and then presumably kind of kept yeah, moving right. out. Yeah. Now is um, is Victor going to try and keep me out of earshot? Yeah, you. So this is a, a fairly large room, um, and he has been polite enough to to allow you to join her. Okay. He's not trying to isolate her from you, but he definitely wants to have a private conversation with her. So he's asked. He said, "You know, please make yourself at home. This I particularly love this chair. Here's a nice brandy." Um, you know, I'm just going to chat for a moment and, and, uh, and I'll let you go back to the party. So uh, ahead of time, because he said he wanted a private chat with her, um, uh, Lance and Rebecca would have arranged for some piece of equipment she is wearing to relay to the glasses that he is wearing so that he could listen into the conversation while they talk. Okay. So he could stay away. Hair All clip. Right. Hair clip. Okay. Okay. So, so she has programmed it in the meantime to make it work. Yes. Seem okay. reasonable. I don't know. What does the GM say? Were they, were they sweeping for bugs when we came in? Or no, no. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Be, for you guys, that would be perfect. <laughs> they just wanted to fill me up. Yeah. That's all. They want to feel your Lance. <laughs> Ooh, Lance sticks to so, uh, Well, now. So <laughs> that kind of party. <laughs> uh, so at this point, you're in this beautiful high, high ceilinged. Uh, this is actually, even though it's a very modern, contemporary uh, building, that you're in or home that you're in, this one feels like kind of the dark library, like you would expect at the Harvard Club or something. You know, old leather volumes, dark library, leather chair. <laughs> and he just and Victor just says, you know, and he, people. He says, I just feel comfortable here. This reminds me of home, and uh, it's my favorite room to hang out. I'm glad to have have a few moments to chat with you. Um, Where so it's, is it's home? A, it's a library. Yeah, it's a library. So uh, the before you get onto the conversation with Rebecca Lance would specifically try to find. A book that he thinks Victor would be interested in and grab that off the shelf to thumb through it while he's talking to her. Okay. So he's looking at something instead of paying attention to that. Okay. So you should think about what that book might be. Okay. Um, Moby Dick. And uh, so Victor comes over to Rebecca and says, uh, essentially, you know, and you you guys have kind of gone off towards one side and Philip uh, Lance is sitting on the other side. And Victor uh, turns so his back is to, to Lance and his, you know, pleasant kind of, uh, you know, gentlemanly, suave air literally just turns to stone and he, and he looks at you and he says, I know who you are and I know what you're doing, he says, and uh, it will not continue. I don't know what you're talking about, Victor. He said, you know exactly what I'm talking about and I know all about you and your friends and uh, your time is up. And I have nothing more to say. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. And at that point, he actually walks to the door. It's a double door in, in and out of the library. And uh, he opens the door, and then he walks out and closes it behind him. And at that point, uh, Lance, I need you to roll a perception check. All right. Let me uh, – here's my die. That would be 18. All right, so – 12 plus – uh, no, 12 plus 8 is 20. Sorry. All right. And can you roll one, too? Uh, Perception check? Yeah. Awesome. There's a 10 on the dice plus 818. Okay. So um, so you kind of look at Lance and essentially just, that was rude and 
abrupt. And did you did you get that? So could you hear what what the oh, conversation yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty short. Right. And so you guys are kind of looking at each other, like a little a little confused and uh, a little worried. Demeanor totally changed. Right. And then at that point, all of a sudden, both of you almost simultaneously kind of start to smell something that doesn't smell right to you. Did you, you pass gas? Once again. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> engage cloaking device. Right. And while you're joking about farts, the smell—the <laughs> smell actually starts to get stronger, and yeah. is, and it's like almost something that you would. Are there on. windows? Are there windows? Yeah. Uh, there is a lar- There is a large, solid, huge bay window on one side of the library. Okay. But it's not a window that you could open. It's not like a. It's a. Oh, I'm talking about breaking. We could shoot it. Uh, yeah. Um, so um, I rush right over to the door well, he left through. Presumably he locked it, but what does it look like? What kind of lock is it? I, I don't know crap about this, but I'm ready to bust the door down. Right. Even so though I have no strength. So what um, you can tell from what you smelled that there's some type of gas coming into the room. Okay. And the doors, even though it was a double door that's open, they're closed and they're sealed. And there's a um, numeric keypad on them. So now our communications go out to... Um, Relic, who's out at the singular terminal that Rebecca left him with. Right. Uh, tell Rebecca, tell him what's going on. I don't know. Crap. Relic. And at that point, you yeah. know, you guys know that um, you guys have trained your breathing because what you are through kind of apnea training, so that you can hold your breath longer than most. But you know that you have three minutes um, at most before you're going to have to inhale. We're actually going to start a timer. And that's where we're going to stop for this episode. Oh, in the meantime, we can all say, ah! <laughs> Hold your breath. Thanks for listening, everyone. Come on back and find out what happens to these two who are trapped in the library with presumably noxious gas coming in. Hasta la vista. Baby. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.